TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, good morning and welcome once again to Radio 81 WEDO 1550 WZUM and TubeCityOnline.com. Our guest is one of the founding members of the Quality of Life Technology Center at Carnegie Mellon University, formerly an administrator in the McKeesport Area School District, but for the last several years, his life has been spent working on ways to make people more independent in their homes. He is John Bertotti, the executive director of uh, McKeesport-based Blue Roof Technologies. Good morning, John. Good morning. Uh, tell us. Smart technologies for smart living, I think, is is the motto of Blue, Blue Roof, or it was. What are smart technologies for smart living? Well, when Blue Roof was formed uh, back in around 2002, uh, I was the academic principal in the Keysport High School and worked with uh, who was not a fellow that's now my partner, who at the time was an engineering professor at Penn State Greater Allegheny, and uh, we really didn't get together to start smart technology or develop anything like that. We really got together because we wanted the opportunity for young people. Uh, we worked together with Penn State on Tech Prep. Tech Prep is a program that starts in the high school uh, the last couple of years and moves into uh, usually a university for a couple of years, and then you end up with an associate's degree in some technology area. Okay. And, and we, had, we had written the grants, and we were accepted for two. One, the... One was in engineering technology, and then a second one in information science and technology. And part of that experience is an internship. Okay. Our kids, our kids couldn't find them. Uh, huh. There weren't technology companies around, uh, at least at that time, locally uh, for them to get to, to get access to, uh, without going to the north side or down into Pittsburgh. So we, we actually, it was Bob Walters, my partner, that said, let's start a company, which I thought was but the craziest idea I ever heard of. <laughs> I was a principal. I'm, I'm not a business person. Uh-huh. Evidently, he was convincing because in 2002, I retired, and we started Blue Roof Technologies. And when we looked at what, you know, what kind of technologies do we want to develop where we could provide these internships, uh, we looked at the demographics of Western Pennsylvania. And at the time, there were two... Uh, demographics that really stood out. One was the fact that uh, there were a significant number, actually the highest uh, senior citizen rate uh, percentage-wise uh, in, in Pennsylvania, and it turns out that Allegheny County was the, the second highest in the nation at the time, second only to Dade County, Florida. Actually, within Allegheny County, White Oak was number one and McKeesport was number two at that time. Wow. So when we looked at uh, the state of uh, the senior citizen at that time, and, and really today as well. The typical one was uh, living alone in a uh, two- or three-story home that had narrow stairways, uh, two bathrooms, one on the second floor, one in the basement, neither of which they could access very well. And uh, actually, we did a survey with some of our interns later, and they found out the average number of steps to get into the Mon Valley home was seven. Wow. Just from the street or up to, to the porch or from the sidewalk up to the front door? That's, that's right. From the, 
unit living space, the average at that time was seven. You can imagine how many of them were way more than seven. John Bertotti is our guest this morning. He's the executive director of Blue Roof Technologies in McKeesport. They have a website at blueroofftechnologies.com. You can call the office at 412-872-4984. So there's really two purposes here. One is to train uh, students from the Mon Valley, young people from the, the Mon Valley, in uh, construction technologies and, and house building technologies. But the other is actually to help people who are living. Uh, in the Mon Valley with, with maybe limited mobility, for instance. And when we surveyed those older adults, we found out that their number one priority in any home was safety and security. Sure. Uh, and, and when we asked them the characteristic that was most important to them, uh, number two turned out to be a front porch. Now, that sounded strange to me. Uh-huh. Why is the front porch so important? But when we talked to them, it definitely found out it wasn't the front porch. It was their contact with their neighbors, with the larger community. They, they did not want to be put on the 12th floor of a high-rise where the only people they saw were a neighbor on either side and pigeons. Yeah. They want that, you know, they sat on the front porch as they were growing uh, older and watched the neighborhood and, and had contact with people of every age, and everybody saw them and communicated. That's what, one of the things they didn't want to lose. So we, we look for technologies that would enable people to stay in their homes, essentially to age in place. But it's not just so it, 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 it's not just older folks though too. It's it's folks who maybe have had an accident um, or uh, have some medical condition, or veterans who have come back from from service, let's say in Afghanistan or Iraq, uh, perhaps with a, with an injury. Yes, it started with older adults, but then when we looked at uh, ways to adapt and, and you know to take the person from what they could do to what they wanted to do. We found out that that journey was the same whether the uh, limitation was caused by uh, a natural part of aging or was caused by disease or trauma or some condition that they had at a much younger age. So that really led us to Carnegie Mellon, and they were getting ready to start the Quality of Life Technology Center, and they needed a, a, an in-situ uh, place to test their technology, a test bed out in the community uh, in order to get that grant. Uh, and uh, it was a 10-year grant, so that was very important to them. So we joined their efforts, and we became a major test bed for the kinds of technology that was developed at Carnegie Mellon. And and so we had the the home, the what we used to call the model cottage, in the Keysport. Now, since we were formed, we have built about 15 structures. And some of those were for individuals who uh, who needed adaptive housing. Uh-huh. Uh, four of them were for service providers. For example, in our area, we have Monument Community Services. There's Community Services of Southwestern Pennsylvania. There are a number of them that serve uh, people who have uh, people with disabilities and enable them to live in a community. And uh, that was a good experience for us because we worked with the service providers. Uh, we met with them. They grouped their uh, clients, usually three uh, clients who had similar needs together. Uh, they were unrelated. Uh, they weren't always all male or all female. Sometimes they were mixed. But uh, we met with them and decided what kinds of technologies would enable them to stay in those homes. Uh, they used to call them at one time group homes. That's not politically correct anymore. They're now 
assisted living facilities, uh-huh. uh, which really does sound a lot nicer and, and portends more to you know what the, what the facility really. Go back a little bit. The, the smart cottage was in when two thousand five. So that's coming up on the 10th anniversary of, of, of that construction there, and that's on where Spring Street in McKeesport. Yes. Okay. Just walk up from the post office in Walnut Street in McKeesport. And that was built, uh, you know, Blue Roof uh, is a 501c3 charity. We are a nonprofit. Okay. Uh, which means that somebody out there could write us a check for a million dollars, and we could give them a tax uh, uh-huh. deduction for that. And as often as I've said that in the last 10 years, nobody's ever done it. <laughs> John, John Bertotti is our guest. He's the executive director of Blue Roof Technologies in McKeesport, one of the founding partners of the Quality of Life Technology Center, which is at uh, CMU and the University of Pittsburgh. You can give Blue Roof a call at the office at 412-872-4984, or you can find them on the Internet at blueroofftechnologies.com. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about the, some of the success you've had renovating some of the older houses and fitting technology to them. Is that okay? Fine, very good. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with John Bertotti here. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back here on Radio 81, 1550 WZUM and com. I've just been informed during the break that our guest is John Bertotti, not Bertotti. People people mispronounce that, and I did the same thing, John. I apologize for that. No, it's quite all right. John, John is the executive director of Blue Roof Technologies. Uh, for Since 2002, they have been working on both creating model cottages. These are uh, uh, homes where people with limited mobility or with uh, disabilities can live independently and also then trying to retrofit some of that technology and also use the technology, John, am I correct, to to research. Um, So you've had researchers from Pitt and CMU and Penn State collecting information from these houses yes. that you've built. Yes. How, how many uh, assistive homes have you, you have you built now? Because you, you built the model cottage in McKeesport, but it seems to me you also built some multi-family uh, assisted living fa- uh, homes. Well, we built, uh, I believe, five assisted living homes for uh, service providers out in the community. One of them is in uh, McKeesport. One is in Lincoln Borough. Uh, one, the only one out of Allegheny County, one is in Penn Hills. Penn Hills. North, yeah. north for sales, do I remember? Yes, North for Sales, Irwin. Okay. And uh, and uh, they are kind of prescriptive. You know, we, we meet with professionals in the field from those agencies, and they tell us what the needs are, and we suggest a variety of things. So we kind of hone down on what needs to be in the home. And uh, then we had a construction arm at that time that actually built the, uh, the structures for them. Uh, we use modular construction, which means we get the homes built in what they call boxes, uh, okay. two or three or sometimes up to four or five modules, uh, and have them built in a controlled environment so they're 
they're not sitting out in the rain and we don't have moisture and mold problems and things like that. Uh, this is what some kind is referred to as like a factory built home or, or a, uh, uh, yeah. um, um, I forget what the, there's another word for manufactured uh, home, um, as opposed to what the, the manufactured home builders call a stick built home, yeah. uh, which is the traditional construction that, that, that most of us are, are familiar with. When we, when we talk about the technology, quote unquote, what, what are the, the technologies that, that are in, for instance, one of these uh, 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 either the model cottage or some of the other projects you've worked on? Well, I can use the model cottage because it's a good example. Okay. Uh, the, the first thing is they're all on the Internet. All of the information uh, is available, and this was very attractive to the service providers because before this, they had to send a facilities management individual to the house to check it periodically. Uh, once we built them, because they were on the Internet and there was a computer that monitored what was going on in the house, uh, their person could get online and see what the temperature is, see what the, the furnace is set at, see how long it's been since the furnace filter has been changed, for example, see if there's water leaking, the, the kinds of things that they need to check, they could find out without actually going there. The second side is, in some instances, we were able to put video monitoring into the house. Now, these are things that seem to be rather commonplace today in a lot of homes, but you understand that uh, in 2005, uh, nobody was doing that kind of thing. And uh, we had one house that was built for three individuals who were cognitively uh, impaired and uh, very limited. Uh-huh. And so they had they had a person living in the house with them, a caregiver. And uh, it, it, that sounds very nice and warm and fuzzy that somebody's going to live there with them all the time, but it was not one person. They were three different people that worked eight-hour shifts. And so we put uh, video cameras in the public areas of the home, uh, one in the great room, one at the front door, one at the back door, so you can see people coming and going, and uh, and they could watch, essentially, what was going on in the house. Well, one of the buzz, buzzwords right now, there's a buzzword right now, or, or a phrase right now, that's called the Internet of Things, and that's all the things that, that are connected, either by smartphones or Wi-Fi or, or whatever, that you know that can include your, your thermostat, your, your refrigerator, your... Uh, furnace or air conditioner, and, and what you're kind of telling me is that, that Blue Roof was was all about the inter- Internet of Things, as they say, uh, 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yes. Okay. And we, uh, just like the houses, we didn't want to actually get in there and build houses. Probably down a booth, there's a hammer, might even be a saw. I can't imagine where, but there might be one of those. But we didn't want to actually build homes. That's why we went to modular. And by the same token, we would, didn't want to go through uh, inventing all of this technology so we went out and, and took technology that was out there and put it together uh, in maybe different ways than it was used before without actually uh, inventing things, just just kind of repurposed those uh, technologies that were available at the time. And that's kind of one of the things that CMU liked. And Is that to make things quicker or to make them more reliable or both? Well, all of that. Okay. Uh, it's to be able to... When you invent something, you've got to get UL uh, certification on it. If it has anything to do with health uh, or well-being, then there's a much longer testing period that, that you have to go through. So we were able to go out and pluck uh, uh, technologies out. For example, the everything is based on a safety and security system. Okay. So uh, all the windows are wired, all the doors are wired, so we know when a window's open, the door's open. And... We've been dealing all these years with a company down in New Orleans uh, who made that system. And what we liked about it is two things. One, it was very open. Okay. So we could add things and 
and uh, put other technologies on that maybe it wasn't designed for. And secondly, when there were glitches, uh, the company was very willing to help us out with that. And so uh, it's not a lot different, a great deal of difference to know whether the front door is open or to know whether the refrigerator is open. Aha. Okay. You, you can take that from monitoring the home and move it to monitoring the activities of daily living of the individual in the home. John Bertotti, or John Bertotti, excuse me, is our guest this morning. He's the executive director of Blue Roof Technologies. They are a nonprofit organization in McKeesport, which is working on assistive technologies in the home, both for uh, people who maybe are older and are starting to suffer uh, limited mobility problems, people who have disabilities, and uh, veterans as, as well who maybe were injured uh, and, and also have some difficulty living on their own. Their phone number at the office is 412 872 and they're also online at blueroofftechnologies.com. Uh, John, you, uh, we, we've been talking a lot about uh, folks who have physical disabilities, I think, but you're, you're also working right now with people who have autism, for instance. Yes, we, uh, we did a very interesting home for a, a young man out in the Monroeville area. He was actually a student at Monroeville High School who uh, was very low on the autism spectrum. And as a result, uh, his mother told us that she hadn't slept the whole night in about four years. Oh. Uh, this young man would wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, during the day, he, when he wasn't at school, his favorite activity was playing in the sandbox in the backyard. Okay. So they give you some sense of, of what level of functionality he had. And uh, at night, often he would wake up in the middle of the night and get out of bed and walk around and then have a seizure. Oh. So his, his parents slept uh, half-hour intervals. One would sleep, the other would be awake. And they would peek in on him a few times during that awake period for each each parent and check to see that he was okay. And unfortunately, sometimes they would wake him as they did this, and then he would wake up, get out of bed, and have a seizure that he might not have had. So what we did was go into the house, and we installed a variety of video cameras so that mother now could be at, in the kitchen doing something and watch him, whether he was out in the backyard or uh, in his room or wherever. Uh, also, uh, we set a system that monitored when he was in the bed. If he got out of bed at night, it called their cell phone, and they could get up and go in and check on him and make sure he wasn't having a seizure. Ah. So now they could, and if he slept all night, so did mom and dad. So uh, these, this was a case where there was not a physical, you know, we usually think of the, the physical limitations, and this young man had none. The, the, the issue was the, the, the autism and the cognitive issues that he had. So we were able to go in, and, and that, that's still functioning today. Every camera uh, ties in with their TV system, so they can turn on any television in any room and go to a, one channel and watch, you know, monitor their, their son throughout the day when he's not at school. And make sure he's okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, John Bertotti is our guest. He's the executive director of Blue Roof Technologies in McKeesport. 412-872-4984 is their number, and their website is blueroofftechnologies.com. John, I have one more quick break to take. When we come back, I want to ask you about the Tiger Vet Cottage, which I think is a fairly new initiative for Blue Roof. Yes. Okay. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. 
Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And welcome back for a final few minutes with John Pertotti from Blue Roof Technologies here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM and com. I'm Jason Tozier. John, when we took a break, I, I mentioned I wanted to ask you what the Tiger Vet Cottage uh, is. I, I saw that on your website, and I actually saw a presentation about it fairly recently. D- describe what the Tiger Vet Cottage is. Well, we, we've been working with school districts of late uh, running STEM programs, science, technology, engineering, and math. At McKeesport High School uh, for the last three years, this is our fourth year coming up with juniors and seniors. Uh, all of them, every one of the students has gone on to uh, college, many of them in engineering and technology areas, some of them directly to places like Penn State University Park. So that's been very successful. Uh, and one of the things that we stress in that is community service. So when we look at what kinds of uh, adaptations Blue Roof's been making, as you mentioned, uh, those adaptations are valid whether it's because of aging or because of some terrible trauma suffered by a veteran uh, overseas uh, or wherever, and uh, that we could tie all this together into one package. So what we have now that really ties both the STEM program and uh, Blue Roof itself is what we call Tiger Vet. Tiger because the mascot of McKeesport High School. It's the Tigers, is- sure. Absolutely. Once a tagger, always a tagger. You got that right. Tagger. <laughs> you, got, you even have the pronunciation right. <laughs> uh, but uh, so what, what we've done, we have a lot in White Oak. We are tied in with a, a group called uh, Homes for the Bravest, which was interesting to us because they not only service disabled returning uh, veterans, but also first responders who have been injured in service since 2011. And, uh, so this has been something that really interests us. Uh, the, the reason they were injured is not an issue to us, and this expands it a little bit. And they build homes for people that need those kinds of adaptations who fall in it, into that category. So we have a property in White Oak. We have a home that was uh, designed uh, and built by the students in Mike Locks, a building construction program at McKeesport High School. Okay. Uh, my my partner, who is the wizard behind all of this, believe me, Bob <laughs> Walters, the engineer. Don't ever get the idea that any of this magnificent engineering comes from me. It does not. I uh, no claim that. So what, what we managed to do is uh, we're going to take that property and we're going to place the house that's at the high school onto that property, onto a foundation, and... Uh, outfit it with technology for either a veteran, and that was the initial aim, but that's kind of been expanded now to a first responder as well. Okay. Uh, and uh, once we get the funding for it, we're going to put that house there and give it to the, vet- the veteran. And the high school kids are going to come in and do all the finish work on it. So it really ties in 
the many things that we've been doing. What's the time frame for that? Well, that's pretty hard to say. If somebody would write that million-dollar check, yeah. uh, we have the home built. It's at the high school. They've started a second one because we have two lots, and and they want the first one moved out. So as soon as we get the funding tied up, this company, Homes for Our Bravest, is it's another nonprofit, and they're trying to put together the project right now. Uh, matter of fact, if you go to www.tigervet.org, uh, you'll see a website dedicated to that where you can even make a donation on a website towards this effort if you like. So that was going to be my next question was if, if someone, and we're, we're starting to run out of time here, but, you know, if someone, like you mentioned, this family in Monroeville who who had a young young man, uh, their son who was autistic and, and needed needed help and, and some monitoring. If someone, let's say someone's listening to this and they're saying, hey, I have a, a family member who, you know, either has a, a cognitive uh, disability um, or, or emotional disability or a physical disability and, and may need some assistive technology, whether that's, you know, something as simple as, as getting up and down stairs, which is not always simple if you're in a wheelchair, uh, or something as complicated as, as, as a seizure disorder. They, they, so they get in touch with you, let's say, at Blue Roof, and, and who pays for the work on their house, for instance? Well, first of all, we we aren't building anymore. Okay. Uh, haven't been doing that for a while. Okay. Uh, so what we're doing more is in the area of consulting. Oh, okay. We can give advice on what's out there and, and what might be available to a person. Uh, there are companies out there that do that, honestly, much more efficiently than we can. Okay. And, and uh, so that's why we've kind of handed that off to them. The construction part, you mean? And the construction part and the, the – so we – and we've given advice to uh, groups who are doing that kind of work and uh, let them come into the model and take a look at the technology that's there, and they sometimes can get ideas from that. Is there a charge for the advice? Uh, well, that depends on the circumstances, their ability to pay and so forth. Okay. We have had some people that have been charged, and, and we've done it without charge when there are no resources available. And But most of what we're doing right now is, is with the Tiger Vet Project and the STEM you know, I was a middle school principal for about five years, and one thing I found out is that kids need to make a decision or start to make a decision on, on career a lot earlier than high school. Yeah. Uh, high school STEM was very successful, but we're now starting. We ran a pilot last year. matter of fact, today we have a, a group of young people coming from the Key Sports Founders Hall who are in sixth and seventh grade. And we're going to run a program beginning next week, actually, and run once a week through uh, Christmas time. And and what we found is that we need to encourage them to make a decision on what math to take, what science to take, what path to take as they move in through high school. If you get them as a junior or senior and they don't have the math background and they don't have the lab sciences, they're going to have a very difficult time getting into a science, technology, engineering, or, or math program as a career. So we've got to get to these youngsters earlier. The ability is obviously there, but when the, uh, a young person doesn't know any engineers, he doesn't know anybody in a technology field, he can't relate to that, uh, it's difficult for them to, to do what they need to do now to enable their options to be open when they get out of 12th grade. That's really hard to talk to with these youngsters. So this program really does that. So we're going to actually have two groups this fall, both from the key sport, from Founders Hall, and hopefully the – and this is all supported by grants. So okay. And, and and the high school group are the ones that design technology to go into these homes. They've designed, uh, interviewed a blind veteran and designed a technology system that he would enable him to put into his home to be able to help him deal with his kids and deal with his house and his life.
end of it right now. Yeah. Then, then we don't have the staff to go in and troubleshoot issues and provide the service long term that's uh, that's necessary. So, so it's more about training and and like you said, the sort of the idea business. John Bertotti has been our guest this morning. He is the executive director of Blue Roof Technologies. If you uh, or your organization needs some help uh, understanding how assistive technology works, um, you can give Blue Roof a call. Or, as as John has has mentioned several times this morning, uh, if you would like to write them a large check, they they would uh, be very grateful for it. Uh, They are a a charity. Uh, 412-872-4984 is the office number, blueroofftechnologies.com. John, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Oh, you're quite welcome. And thank you all for listening this morning to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright 2015, Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, 810 Incorporated, or those of AM Guys LLC, WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.